And uh, welcome back to High School Backups. This is episode 44, I think. 44. I am your host, not your usual host, but that doesn't matter. I'm Kyle. We're here with Andrew, Austin, Justin, and Esteban. Welcome in. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Austin, full screen your thing. Full screen, full screen. We are not usually the ones to do this, so Austin and I are a little... Uh, Nick and Jake have actually left the podcast, unfortunately. We're sorry. To <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, but we're going to get right into it. We're going to start off with some big NFL news. Nathaniel Hackett has finally bit the dust and mm-hmm. has been fired. He becomes the, what, fifth head coach in, I don't know, 50 years to get fired midway through the season. Uh, and the most recent since who who's the Colts head? Frank Wright. Yeah, that's his name. I can't remember jack shit. I'm You're killing older. it, Kyle. I am doing amazing. <laughs> um, but Frank Wright also was fired this year. Uh, but I think Nathaniel Hackett was uh, f- the right decision for the Broncos to cut him loose. Yes, I. I mean, I don't know. I think Russell Wilson. As terrible as the season that he's had, we can't deny how good of a quarterback he can be. And let's let's cry. Let's cry. (laughs) Let's cry. Uh, Yeah. I mean, Nathaniel Hackett, I'm not too surprised. I mean, the Broncos have been an absolute disappointment. I mean, you would think the offensive coordinator who worked with Aaron Rodgers and then I believe the, the Jaguars when they went on their playoff run would do a lot better. But I mean, honestly, I think just uh, this kind of happens as some coordinators are just not meant to be coaches. And, you know, we've seen that happen before where <laughs> offensive coordinators just sometimes don't have all the tools to be, to, to run the ship. We see it with uh, McDaniels when he tried coaching the several teams he's struggling in Vegas right now, coaching so, you know, it, it happens sometimes. Coordinators just can't – sometimes coordinators just can't get that level. And Look be. at Matt Patricia. <laughs> Matt, Matt Patricia was a terrible head coach. He's a terrible offensive coordinator only because, you know – Should have been a defensive coordinator only. We should have stuck him at defensive coordinator only. Mm-hmm. This is a true statement. No, a lot of that was hey, Belichick he, too. He built – he just called the right place that Belichick wanted him to. That is mm-hmm. all that's that is. Okay. But then in that case, that's not really Patricia doing anything. That's Belichick micromanaging and Patricia saying he is well, no, no, no. springs there is what that is. He's he's following the game plan that Belichick put up for him and it was that or you can get fired or stay here and just stick to the game plan. But like, so, you know So again, that's Belichick's that's Belichick's decision making, not necessarily Patricia. Yeah, but you know, yeah. I mean, it just kind of happens all the time, too. You just, I mean, you look at. So Todd Bowles was a Jets coach for at least a season, and the Jets were terrible as per usual. You have him as an offense, a defensive coordinator with the Bucks, and they had the fifth-ranked defense last year. So, I mean, 
I think Nathaniel Hackett, if you give him an uh, a very <laughs> maybe a very simple offense, maybe he might have a better chance. But I mean, I honestly like Frank Wright is available. I would prefer to see him come to the Patriots as a coordinator. But I mean, if you're the Broncos, Frank Wright can coach. He has coached some pretty solid teams before. Who knows? In that case, I can see coordinator. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else is he? Who else is he coached? He's you know who and- I would love to see the Broncos have as their head coach? Mostly because mm. I hate the Broncos, but Matt Rule. I want to see the Broncos tank. No, he's already agreed to a college contract. Yeah, I he is a college contract. What was it, Nebraska? I think yeah, so. Yeah, some like nothing that. school. Some Big Ten nothing. team. Or in the Big Ten. What do you mean nothing school? What are you I talking mean, I mean, honestly, I think Frank Reich probably is the best option. Yeah. But if they want to, they find... Sean Payton is is building up a whole entire off, like off uh, coaching scheme right now. He's trying to get. Well, hey, hey, all Payton was wait, 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 wait. Who was the interim head coach for the for the Oakland Raiders last season? Oh, I know who you're talking about. I can't remember his name though. Honestly, he- I would bring him in. Mm-hmm. He turned the whole entire season around for the Raiders in the end of it after they got rid of uh, John Gruden, right? Yeah. What was his name? Yeah, was that it? Yeah, it was John Gruden. I'm actually surprised they didn't hire this guy as the head coach, too. Yeah, well. Look. Look, all I can say is that Rich Bisakia. Rich Bisakia was. Okay, I can see. What? Harbaugh? Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, I heard that too. I heard that, but I don't know if he really wants to. You think so? He's he's killing it with Michigan. They have a a chance to win the national championship. You think he's just going to. He also. He also had a chance to win the Super Bowl. You know, he Mm -hmm. popped on that. But if he wins it this year, yeah. yeah. But we see all the time. Sometimes college coaches just can't contribute that. To them. Yeah, hey, I'm talking this. about Urban Meyer. He was good in his own way. <laughs> Listen, Look. kicking people in the ass when they don't do what he wants to is not really doing things the, the right way. There, see. And sometimes you you can. Oh my my bad. Oh jeez. Well. I honestly, I think it'd be hilarious if whoever takes over for the Broncos does a better job. I ha- I feel like usually um, when a coach gets fired, I wouldn't be surprised if teams have a winning record the game after a coach is fired, only because... Take a look at Jeff Saturday. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Saturday is the... No, he's the outlier. He got a lucky start. He is the outlier of that situation, Andrew. We hey, no, 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 no. No, that was that wasn't Saturday, was it? I thought that was uh wasn't that Staley last night doing that? Yeah, Staley was warm. Brandon Staley. No, oh, Staley was, was warm enough. Staley, Staley was warm enough. Staley was the one thrusting the air on last on national TV last night. That was- well, I mean, even <laughs> yeah. He's practicing for the get back coach. Yeah. Right? So, anyways, with um. 
I know, like with uh, with Jeff Saturday, he still won his first start after. I mean, granted, it was, it was against the Raiders, which kind of self-destruct. But he also has showed that he is a terrible coach as well, considering the, Bron- the, the Colts haven't done anything useful since that game. So, the I don't Colts know. The Colts are I, trash, friend. I am so mad at the Colts because they were my pick to win the Super Bowl this year. And they have absolutely... They were? Yes, believe it, they were. Because I had I had <laughs> high hopes for Matt Ryan throwing it to... Uh, Tyler Pittman. Pittman, thank you. That's his name. I almost just said Pickett, who is not on the Colts, uh, for, to Pittman. And he let me down. I also had higher hopes for Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> I think Austin about, did too. <laughs> talk about. I think I think, I think Austin haunted our team with a bot this year. Mm-hmm. Hey, you still owe me five bucks. You still owe me five bucks, yeah, Austin. <laughs> oh, let's take a quick segment, real quick. So, if some of you guys may remember, a couple of months ago. Um, sometimes we say some controversial stuff. I had no idea that Kyle could actually vomit on stream, but as it turns out he did because he said that the, uh, that the Dolphins who in their offseason got a fast receiver was going to beat out the Bills. And you know what's so funny? Uh, after a five-game winning streak, the Dolphins uh, are on a four-game losing streak. Okay. And if you wanted to see this past weekend, uh, Tua just felt like throwing the ball to the Packers because th- they were some terrible interceptions. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pause you right here, Steve. Uh, yeah, I'm listening. I'm I'm careful. I might going... sleep on your take again. Listen. To be fair, the Dolphins were in first place at least one point this one one point this season. So I wasn't. I don't think my prediction was really that far off. Like. They had a chance if Tua I, I can't defend Tua anymore. I'm pissed at I'm pissed at Tua because he's completely let me down and I'm not defending him anymore. But yeah, let's let's ignore happened. what you said comparing him to Herbert. Hey, let's I just know. talk about like concussions. You've said in our chat that Tua's better than Herbert. No, it was not Tua. I said Hertz is better than Herbert. No, you said Tua was better than Herbert as well. You have said that in the chat. You bring that up. I said Jalen Hurts is better. Because I fully believed that. I said Burrow and Hurts were better than Herbert. I don't know about Hurts, but Burrow I get. I said Burrow, Hurts, and Lamar were my three. Because everyone – a lot of people rank Herbert as third best quarterback, and I put three others ahead of him because I had him sixth. I did not put Tua ahead of Herbert. I'm not a moron. I know I'm high. I know Tua I was in the high. top fifteen this season. Yeah, this season, he's, he's a team. Top I mean, Tua. I mean, Tua is capable of being top ten quarterback for sure. But you have to remember. Well, I think that's a stretch, Steve. Uh, I think it might be a stretch, but at the same time, I mean, yards after catch is definitely was definitely on their side this year. But I mean, you can't that's ignore a good passer. Okay, but like if you look back at Tua's <laughs> career in college. A lot of it was yards after catch. Mm. A lot of it was. Mm. And that's what they built the team to be because they had speedy receivers for him in college. They built up sorry, but they built but they built an offensive plan to build that to give him some sort of scheme to have Mm. him be able to do that in Mm. the NFL so it would work better for him. And And he knows it's missing. And the 
Okay, let's just talk about it. He has how many concussions now? No, Two. I understand that. I understand his concussions are a problem, <laughs> but he's still missing players horribly. And like I understand, I, know. I understand the concussions are a huge issue, and I get that. And he obviously, I don't think he should have come back as fast as he did. That's another topic for another day. But the big, but like he's missing wide open players. He's throwing directly to the other team. Isn't yeah, he's, the, he's going so all the, Sam Darnold on on this team. Like he is yeah. literally seeing ghosts. Like, I mean, with two as well, the reason why I knew uh, Kyle's take was dog shit was because (laughs) the because the the one thing with Tua, I mean, when he's very comfortable and when he has time to throw like any quarterback in the NFL, he's going to do fantastic. But I knew that you start getting into games where he's under some duress he could definitely break. I mean, he showed some great flashes. I mean, a uh, win against the Bills. Granted, it was still a very close game, but close game. It was off like a pure luck drive. Yeah, like you put I mean, that, you put that in a regular time situation where he had plenty of time left on the clock to give to the Bills, and it wasn't mm-hmm. that type of situation where the Bills still had the extra time. I don't think that we would have mm-hmm. had the same outcome. Very true, but the thing, well, I I just kind of knew that two was going to struggle against a team like the 49ers, which is swallow your quarterback. But so anyways, because I won the bet easily, uh, because now the bills are 12 and three, they clinched the division this weekend and the dolphins are what, what's their record, Kyle? I don't even know. I think eight and, eight six. and seven and could potentially lose uh, coming out of the playoffs though. I think they should because the Patriots don't deserve it. But anyways, um, so yes, the dolphins, think- I don't think there the Dolphins will make the playoffs, to be honest. They're going to be without Tua, at least. I know Teddy's not a bad quarterback, but... Against Belichick, yeah, that's, that's going to be tough. I, that's not somebody you could take in going into the final rest of the stretch of the season. Yeah. But, I mean, the Dolphins, get, next year, if Tua's given more time to develop and become more comfortable in the pocket and take pressure a lot better, I do like the Dolphins' chances. But what that means is, next week, when everybody's back... I'm going to have a wonderful custom-made statement for Kyle that he is going to have to read on air and he cannot defer from. Because if not, he owes me $1,000. That's the agreement that, that we had off camera. So Kyle has to read this statement or else he's going to help actually pay my rent this month. So, <laughs> But with that, look forward to next week. Steve, I'll buy you a drink this weekend instead if you don't make me read this. Okay, that's fine. Right. No, we'll see. <laughs> Deal. Yeah. All right. Anyway, we're going to be moving along. Mm-hmm. We're going to be covering some NHL news really quick uh, before we move on to our top two topics for the night. Um, in in hockey news, unrelated to the NHL, the World Juniors has started uh, yesterday with Team USA beating Latvia five to two. Which it was a little bit closer than the score would would uh, seem, and uh, if the USA were to lose to Latvia, I would have uh, shit myself because that should not happen. Uh, wow! Well, uh, <laughs> guys, uh, losing hockey games is a great laxative. Fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> uh, team Sweden beat Team Austria eleven to nothing. 
Uh, yes, I did say that correctly. Uh, Eleven to nothing uh, was the score. Um, do you remember the? Do you ever? Sorry, do you ever remember the year? I think it was either Russia or Canada beat a team like twenty something to zero, something ridiculous. It was a international scrimmage. I think it was twenty thirteen. I think it was right before the 2014 Winter Olympics. Russia yep. beat, I think it was Saudi Arabia or Israel or some 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 Middle Eastern hockey team, and they beat them 32 to nothing. <laughs> it was absolute blowout. It wasn't even close. But that this game that Sweden played against Austria is wasn't even close. It was a complete utter blowout. The score even clearly says that. So Austria's looking like they would be they will be relegated at the end of this tournament to uh hope and we'll hopefully see a promotion from the group 1 tier uh for next year's hockey tournament. Uh in NHL news, the Bruins are still kicking ass. Boo. Not not yeah, surprising. Let's go uh, Bruins. Uh <laughs> Rangers Rangers are slowly catching up to everyone. Woo! And um, Alex Ovechkin has scored his 101st and 102nd NHL goals to be in sole possession of second all-time for most goals uh, for a NHL uh, player, which is a great accomplishment for a hockey a hockey player. Um, Alex Ovechkin is clearly the greatest of all time. Well, not the greatest of all time. Uh, second greatest of all time. Wayne Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky is better. I'm not that dumb. Hold, listen here. I'm not that dumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you should have joined Fantasy, Austin. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Next year. And we have to worry about it now because Kyle's running the table in fantasy football right now. But we don't have to worry about that. Heck yeah. I'm, about to, I'm going up against my future brother-in-law for the championship. That should be interesting. Kyle, don't worry. It's only your marriage that's on the line. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here. Uh, but that's all I have for hockey. Does anyone have anything else they want to cover before we move on to our first fun topic of the evening? Uh, I'd say I was looking at the standings for the NBA, and I was very surprised to see that the Nets are crawling back to have a winning record right now. We don't care about the Nets and Kyrie. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> a lot better than expected. We're, we're yep. going to pretend the Nets still suck. Anyway, Steve, take it away. All right, everybody. So welcome to a fun segment. I know I missed last week, but if you guys don't know, my brother just got married. So congratulations to my brother and his wife. Yay. But a congratulations to those two. It was a wonderful wedding. I'm so happy for those two, and I wish them the best. And I get to watch one of their dogs, Einstein, this weekend, so it's going to be great. But Einstein so, wasn't yours. No, he wasn't. I wish he was. All right, so I'm going to be sharing my screen real quick. Real quick. Quack. Quack. Quack? Why are we quacking? What is happening? Right. Can you, you guys see yourself? All right, very good. So we're going to go to here. Can you guys see the presentation? Yes. Yes, sir. All righty. So here we are for the week 16 team tiers. If you guys know, I pick certain tiers based on a level of meme, and we're just going to basically discuss what's going on. So I love the first time I did it was just random memes, and I love it, but... You know, I kind of like having themes for everything. 
So we had go to Ramsey before, and I was thinking, what should I do for this? And my lovely girlfriend uh, came up with a fantastic idea to base this off some of our favorite underwater sea characters, and that, of course, is the wonderful show of SpongeBob in honor of Nickelodeon actually broadcasting uh, an NFL game this weekend. Uh, unfortunately, it was the Broncos and Rams, but Patrick roasted uh, <laughs> Russell Wilson. So, unfortunately, I think his career is in the tank. But we're going to start with our first Patrick year. Star, really quick, Patrick Starr being a uh, announcer and broadcaster has to be the best accomplishment I've ever seen uh, for sports. Um, but anyway, go right ahead. Take it away. Joe Buck should take some notes for him for sure. All right. <laughs> the first tier, we have Patrick with a plank on his head. So if you guys remember that random scene from the episode of SpongeBob, there's just a scene where he nails something to his head. We expect it. He walks to a door over and over again. He can't go inside. We expect it. So these are the teams that are just sad to look at, but we expect it. First, we have the Texans who are putting together a very nice tank. I love that they embarrassed the Cowboys by almost beating them, the Chiefs by almost beating them, and then they beat the Titans to clear the way for the Jaguars. So the Texans are putting together a beautiful tank. Next, we have the Bears. The Bears are just sad because, like, you see you see Justin Fields running around, and you just feel so bad for this guy. I mean, he really may be one of, you know, the second most talented quarterback in – his draft class, but when you have an offensive line that terrible, I feel bad for him. And it's funny because the Jets could have picked him up. So now we got the Falcons. Without Matt Ryan, without any real top receiver aside from maybe Kyle Pitts. Drake London. And and, and yeah, London, he's he's a rookie, you know, and there a lot of teams don't expect much, so I'm not surprised that he's doing super well. But this is this is another team that they have you know three more wins than I expect, but you still see them. They they'll find a way to choke a lead or just get pounded on the ground or penalty their way out of a win. But it's just what I expect. But they have an okay tank going. But unfortunately, at five and ten, if they win another game this season, they, they've ruined their tank. Unfortunately. So next we have the tiniest violin sounds. You guys remember from the episode of SpongeBob where uh, Squilly and Fancy Son came to the crab, uh, came to the Krusty Krab, and they had to make a fake fancy restaurant. These are the teams that you just see them play, and you just hear sad violin sounds. You look at the Saints. The Saints have a solid defense. They have, you know, they have what is his name? Um, what's their rookie receiver? I had on my team, Olave? Uh, Chris, Chris Olave is a very talented receiver. He has almost a 1,000 receiving yards of the season, considering he has nobody throwing to him. And then you have Alvin Kamara, who is still a very serviceable running back. You have an offensive line that you can definitely work with. And you, and not even to mention Jarvis Landry being a solid veteran number three option. So this is a team that if you put Sean Payton into this mix, they could actually have a winning record. They could have swept the Bucks because I think Sean Payton was the difference why the Bucks won those games. But it's just sad to see because this is the team that can definitely any given week give you trouble, but you just see they just don't have their coach, and it's sad to see a team with a decent amount of talent underperform. Next, we have the Browns. Uh, this is more for their cap, for investing in uh, uh, an awful 
person who has also not been a good quarterback, who has been very inconsistent, and it looks like, wow, like he hasn't played in two years. That's so crazy. And every team's going to be targeting him because he's a scumbag. So I'm just – you made bad decisions, Browns. And Nick Chubb, if you can, I think he's a free agent this year. Get out of there. Now we have the Colts. I mean, you put Nick Foles in, he throws three interceptions. And you have Jeff Saturday, who was an offensive lineman. That's all he has for football. He had one good win, and then, you know, he had terrible clock management a couple weeks ago. And this is a Colts team that, you know, I I know about Super Bowl. I, I don't know about that. But this is a division they actually could have won with that great offensive line, a very solid defense. And then you have an incredible, you know, like Jonathan Taylor not performing. You have Michael Pittman, who's a very solid receiver to throw to. And Matt Ryan, who I, the Colts are just a lot of hit or misses when it comes to these older quarterbacks, unfortunately. But it is what it is. And we're just going to keep playing the sad violin as the Colts play for the rest of the season. Next, we got Sus Plankton. Why is it Sus? We're going to talk about the scene where... They animated his butt getting licked in the in a mouth for some reason. I really don't know with the show sometimes. But why is it sus? These are teams I've been suspicious about. The Raiders, as much as I love their offseason moves, you get Josh McDaniels, who hasn't been a good coach. And you have a defense that has, has an old pass rusher, and I think, I don't know much about their secondary, and as it turns out, it's what we expect, that they are very disappointing quite a few weeks, and they are underperforming. And they're supposed to have uh, one of the best offenses in the league with, you have Devontae Adams, who is an incredible receiver. You have Hunter Renfro, who is a great slot guy. You have Darren Waller, when he's healthy, who is a very serviceable tight end. And you have, uh, and you have Josh Jacobs coming out of nowhere and putting up you know 30-plus points every week in fantasy. He's been fantastic. But I saw an interview. He really does not want to be in the Raiders anymore. And I was suspicious of them thinking, yeah, his contract is up. So he's going to peace out. Next, we have the Jets. The Jets had a winning record, but Zach Wilson has their quarterback. And I was, I'm always suspicious because it's just the Jets in general. And when you have Zach Wilson and Mike White, you know, uh, kind of switching in and out of quarterback, I am always suspicious. And they couldn't beat the Patriots despite every chance that we gave them to beat us. So I was suspicious, mm, and turns out... Mike White is better. Mike White is better, but still not great. So the Jets are now have a losing record. I'm not surprised. The Rams, when the Rams spent all this money in the offseason, it's like, this is a super team, but they went 12-5 and last year, and they have a worse offensive line. This team's got to go through Matthew Stafford, and he's not even healthy. And when I saw the Bills absolutely dominate the Rams... I that's the first time I thought, wow, this team's actually a lot more beatable than a lot of people realize. And then as it turns out, they're five and ten. They don't even have their first round draft pick. So this is just a lost season for them. They're going to be negative 60 million, something like that in cap. So best of luck to them. They have the Cardinals. I mean, Kyler Murray, I was suspicious when he had a, a clause in there to do mandatory uh, film study. And apparently there's statistics to show that his uh, his passer rating and touchdown to interception ratio goes down when the new Call of Duty comes out. And unfortunately, we've seen the Cardinals maybe start off hot, show some flashes. And even with DeAndre, 
uh, Hopkins and, you know, a pretty stout defense, I like to say, with where you have um, J.J. Watt up on front being very still being a very good pass rusher and Buda Baker being a very good safety, it apparently isn't enough. And I was suspicious. And as it turns out, the Cardinals are 4-11. Maybe can get – maybe I don't know about a quarterback, but maybe you could do something with that first-round pick. And next we got Choking Squidward. These are teams that started off pretty hot or maybe showed some flashes at the beginning of the season – but they're starting to choke a little bit. I'm starting with the Seahawks. At one point, they were what five and two, six and two, and Geno Smith was was firing hot, just ready to roll. And they have six losses since then. It's been pretty bad, and the Seahawks now have fallen. But the bright side is they have two first round picks thanks to the dumb Broncos. So at least they have a bright future ahead. The Giants. This is the point in their season they were supposed to run the table, right, Kyle? No, that is not correct. <laughs> I believe we won an episode and said this is such a winnable record that they could have potentially close to 10 wins. That's definitely they, are, they are close to 10 wins, but this is also where I said they would struggle, and they have. Because they played. And, this is where they played everyone in their division. So this mm-hmm. is where it gets tough, and I did say that. I didn't yeah. expect them to suck going into Thanksgiving when they lost to the Lions. I did not see that one coming. <laughs> yep, and now... You show the Giants are frauds because Whoa! playing against you can't beat your own division. If a truly no. a team that I really want to hype up, if you can do well in your division, but if you clearly struggle with that, that's unfortunate. Next, we got to go we with the Dolphins. We almost beat the Vikings. Hold on, we almost beat the Vikings. But anyway, cool. So did the Colts. Now we have the Dolphins <laughs> here. So the Dolphins were had an, an, a near-unstoppable offense, and they went on a five-game winning streak. Granted, the secondaries were in the bottom half of was in the bottom half of the NFL, and now they have four straight losses against very real teams. And the moment they lost to the 49ers, I thought, oh, yeah, this team can crack. And guess what? They did. And they lost their chance in the division, and now their playoff hopes are in jeopardy, and now they have to go to Foxborough, with their backup quarterback against a pissed-off Bill Belichick. Now we have the Titans. The Titans were ahead of their division. If I believe they were even 7-2 at one point, potentially. But now they've lost the leader of their division to the Jaguars, who were dead 1-6 at one point. And now that De- even though Derrick Henry put up over 100 yards rushing against the Texans, apparently that's not enough anymore. And this is the team that runs through Derrick Henry. So if the best part of your team can't get you a win, yeah, you, you kind of choked that. And A.J. Brown having more receiving yards than all of your receivers this season is also pretty sad. Titans have lost five in a row, by the way. That makes a lot of sense. So now we have to seven and three. Seven and three. Oh my gosh. Now we have the Patriots. These are two bad back-to-back losses that you've choked away a comeback. I mean, you were down 17-0, 17-3 against the Raiders, and then you were down 22-0 against the potential Super Bowl favorites, the Bengals. And then both times we come back and then shoot ourselves in the foot by a stupid lateral that made no sense. And then, granted, this was a play that should have been done, but a fumble at the wrong time on the five-yard line 
when we were supposed to do a go-ahead score and win this game. I just... I The Patriots couldn't make the playoffs. I'm still going to be happy if for some reason they did, but they shouldn't. Take our losses, take our draft pick, get a number one receiver, draft a corner in the later rounds because that's what Belichick loves to do, get an actual offensive coordinator, and we'll be fine. Next we have, what about that guy? This is a scene where SpongeBob is wants to go into Salt's platoon. He's like, I'll take on anybody. And it's like, what about that guy? And he gets terrified. What What is his tier? Sometimes these teams have winning records. Some of them definitely don't. These are the teams that any given week you look back and think, oh, crap, because this is a team that can ruin your day. Look at the Panthers who just ruined the Lions playoff hopes or put up, you know, or limited the Bucks to only three points. The Panthers are a team that can ruin your day. If they start running the football, it's just going to be a tough day because your defense gets more beat up. They have two running backs since trading their their top running back away have more rushing yards a game. Now you have two running backs that can put up over a hundred yards and that's going to beat the hell out of your defense. The Panthers are absolutely hilarious because they traded away one of the best running backs in the NFL, if not the best running back, traded mm-hmm. away their quarterback, traded away their second best wide receiver and are somehow fighting for the division. Yep. It makes and, no sense. And they fired their head coach to also let's add that as well. So, and they could potentially, yeah, if they beat the Buccaneers and they went out the rest of the season, they can make it to the postseason. And a team that's really good at running, that's not a team you want to face the first week of the playoffs because that's a physical team that's going to hurt you. And then if you could play action with DJ Moore, that's even worse for you. And the race that in the head coach? Uh, I don't know his name. I can look it up as he we're should doing get, this. He should get a full-time contract as soon as the season ends. Here, Kyle, can you look it up? I'm lazy. So yes. now we have the Lions. <laughs> First off, the Lions' defense has started to step up. Granted, they did just get dominated, unfortunately, by the Panthers. But the Lions' Steve offense. Wilkes. Steve Wilkes? Steve Wilkes. All right. Well, he's doing Whoever a great job with the Panthers. <laughs> Anyway, so, back to, so back to the Lions. The Lions have a have an elite offense despite getting rid of Hawkinson. So Jared Goff is actually putting up pretty decent numbers to the point that the Lions have a quarterback they can use for next year. And if you have uh, an exposable secondary, this isn't the team you're going to want to play against. And as it turns out, they can even play in very tough, rough games. I mean, they... Picked off Aaron Rodgers three or four times, and it was insane. Next, we have the Ravens. I have the Ravens here because if Lamar Jackson is able to come back healthy, I'm not too sure about his status, but he's able to come back and then make a postseason run. This is still a team you really don't want to face. I mean, Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphreys are a good duo, and if you have a team that's able to run the ball better, that's going to give them more time to rest, and that's going to make the Ravens' defense more dangerous. So if you're playing against Lamar Jackson in the postseason, it's still going to be really tough, depending on where the Ravens travel to as well. If it's a cold weather kind of situation, running the ball is going to be in their best bet. The Steelers, they could have a winning record this year. If for some reason they're lucky enough, maybe even make it to the postseason. They are a tough team. That defense is going to give you hell. Look at the Raiders. They had one touchdown. The Steelers are definitely a team you really don't want to face if you're really pushing for the playoffs because they can ruin your day. 
they can easily ruin your day with that kind of defense. Next, I have the Buccaneers here. This is only respect for Tom Brady. Their defense, if Tom Brady can somehow get things going, that's possible. Granted, they haven't gotten things going in a while. I really don't know. But Brady's still Brady. And it's still dangerous to bet against him because you look at the idiot Max Kellerman talking about, oh, Brady fell off a cliff. He won two Super Bowls after that take. So you have to be careful when you doubt Tom Brady. Granted, you know, family problems, offensive line injured even more. That's a whole nother issue. But the Buccaneers, you have to keep an eye on them just in case because they have they have the pieces to get going and you don't want them to get going at the wrong time. Next, we have the Krabby Patty. If you remember the training video, the long sequence of a guy going da-da-da-da over and over again as it slowly approaches. And as the season goes on, this these beauties have slowly approached. And you like what you see. I'm going to start with the Cowboys. You lose... You know, Amari Cooper, a very good route runner. But Zeke is somehow showing up. CeeDee Lamb showing that he can be a number one wide receiver on any Sunday. And your defense with Micah Parsons, that's a defense I don't ever want to face. And then Trayvon Diggs is becoming less of a ball hog, so he's covering a lot better. So he's not much of a risk at corner. That's also what you don't want to deal with. So... Cowboys have an incredible defense that can smother you and just obliterate your quarterback. And an offense that if they're able to run the ball, if Dak Dak has a winning record when they run the ball for over 100 yards. So you give Dak play action, he's a good enough quarterback that he can make that work for sure. Next, I have the Vikings. They're 12-3. I know they're the head of their division. The only thing is you did go down 33-0 against the Colts. But... Did you just freeze up on my screen? Okay, yeah. I'm not the only one. <laughs> I, th- I thought I thought it was me for a second. I was very worried that it was. He's like just giving name. us a lot of suspense there. Technical difficulties on our end. Uh, have you guys ever had a cra- like one of those Krabby Patty uh, gummies? Like gummies? Those yeah. need to be blown up into like full size. I will say there is a hot take in our chat right now. Someone was saying that my um the Miami Dolphins are the best of the Florida football teams. Um I don't know if I can agree with that solely because the Jaguars are the one that's in first place in their division. Well actually so are the Bucks technically, but uh, I don't know. That's tough because <laughs> I don't know. That's real hard, actually. What do you think, Austin? What, what do you What do you think? You're muted. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that's totally fair. Or the Vikings or Chargers? We were talking about the Dolphins, actually, while you had uh, frozen there. Oh, I was frozen? How long was I frozen? Oh, you mentioned the Vikings. 
Okay, well, I'll, I'll backtrack. <laughs> Anyways, Vikings, great receiving core, sus defense. Chargers, their defense is stepping up, and Frank and Justin Herbert, he's a very good quarterback, and he has healthy receivers. He has Austin Eckler, and he has a good offensive line. This is a very good recipe going forward. The Jaguars, I love the Jaguars. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is doing fantastic. He's killing it. He is dealing, I mean, what's his name? Uh, Evan Ingram coming out of nowhere and ruining a lot of people's days. Sorry, Austin. But Ingram becoming a good option for him takes a lot of weight off of Christian Kirk. But Christian Kirk also is showing great flashes as well. So this is a team that I'm happy to see hopefully go to the playoffs. And they could actually become a problem. And now we have top-tier the creme de la creme, the best out there. That is, of course, Handsome Squidward. Oh, I'm going to share it again? Bro. All right, I'm going to go to my previous slides. so I don't... Hey, guys. Technical difficulties are fun, huh? We do, we, we, this happens from time to time. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, this is a Krabby Friday slide. You guys look. Or... Right, we'll go in. Now we have Handsome Squidward. <laughs> handsome Squidward is the only good thing to come out of recent SpongeBob since they started falling in 2005. So we have the teams that you just love to look at them. You just look at them all day. Sometimes it look like The Rock. Sometimes it look like the father from, I can't remember the name of that show, but you know what I mean. But these are the beauties. I have the Bengals at the top here because, yeah, you held off against the Patriots and... You just out of nowhere just sprung up to a twenty-two and zero, you know, run. This could potentially be a thirty to nothing run if their kicker could just make a couple kicks. That's why this game was so close because they missed three different uh, extra points. But Joe Burrow's great. I think he's doing fantastic. And then you have a defense that is very underrated because they don't you don't have a lot of big names, but they're doing a great job. Next, we have the Eagles. I mean, they almost beat the – they put up, what, 34 points against this incredible Dallas defense with their backup quarterback. I mean, Minshew is a great – is a serviceable starter, but that's so really good for your team. Now, there are some injuries. They lost their slot corner. One of their offensive linemen is out for the rest of the season until the playoffs, but – with Jalen Hurts as a threat, Miles Sanders in the backfield, Dallas Goddard coming back, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. It, this is, yeah, this is a good team. Now we have the Bills. Josh Allen runs this team. If he gets cooking, I mean, they're going to blow you out. And their defense, if they can get healthy, is an incredible. They still have the top, a top five scoring defense, so you can't get a lot of points on them. And we saw that Singletary and Moss could actually run the ball. So the Bills, if they can actually run the ball, this is going to be a great day for them. Now, of course, you start flustering Josh Allen, you can actually very much beat this team. But Belichick hasn't figured it out, so that's something. Now we have the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is a more efficient passer, and he may have he has going to have more passing yards and potentially more touchdowns than he did last season with Hill. So he's becoming a more precise passer, which is good. Now, this is the secondary that has allowed a 100 passer rating all year. That's not good. If you can run the ball on them, 
that's not good. The Chiefs, even though they have Travis Kelsey, when you're in the postseason, a team like the Bengals or the Bills that can put some great corners on your other receivers and then double-team Travis Kelsey, this isn't a good situation. But Patrick Mahomes has protection. I believe in him and Andy Reid, and they are going to be a threat no matter what. But there are cracks. And out of the 49ers here, I mean, it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. They're putting up up to 30 points a game since Jimmy G went down. And and George Kittle, for some reason, is starting to come back as a top tight end. And then their defense. I mean, you saw what they did against Tom Brady. You saw that. This defense is very good and very dangerous. Incredible linebackers. Their pass rush is unstoppable. They have very, very good uh, players in their secondary. They're able to hold things down. And, I mean, the 49ers with Jimmy G or Brock Purdy can still make a deep run. I don't know about winning the Super Bowl, but, hell, you give them someone slightly better. If Derek Carr was on this team, they're a Super Bowl contender, and they could probably win the Super Bowl with just an average or above-average quarterback. So they are definitely a team we have to look out for in the postseason. But wait, you feel like there's a team missing. Yeah. So there's one tier left. If you guys know, I love the shit tier, the bottom of the bunch, the worst tier, the Kyle Sports takes of tiers, the absolute worst. And that, of course, if you ever watch, watch SpongeBob, what's one horrific thing you see in SpongeBob? Give me some answers. Hoopla. No, that's beautiful. Shut up. Next one. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I've never watched SpongeBob. That is really? the SpongeBob close-ups. <laughs> These are the worst. So what do we have on this list? We have the Broncos at 4-11. and 11. Uh, Oh, my gosh. 51 points. Baker Mayfield and the lifeless Rams. Put up 51 points on you guys. Uh, your offensive line doesn't care about doing its job. You find Nathaniel Hackett. He's on here. And it's crazy how a Super Bowl contending team, honestly, this really was a Super Bowl contending team, in my opinion, can just plummet and become a laughing stock and be a top pick where they can't even use it because they gave it up for Mr. Let's Ride. Now I have Matt Patricia on here just because he sucks at his job. I hate seeing him on the field. I cussed him out when I was at uh, Gillette Stadium. You're welcome, Patriot Nation. And every single time I can see Mac Jones running towards him, I swear he, he just says, you know, pardon my French, everybody. He just goes, fuck you, as he walks past him. That's what I think is happening. Next, we have my health over these holidays. I've eaten, I've eaten prime rib five times this weekend. I, I've eaten so much food, so much mashed potatoes. I, it's so terrible. My you pants were tired. No, I already oh. ate them. So this has been a rough for my holidays. And then finally, Kyle jinxed me this weekend. If you guys don't know, I was playing him this week in fantasy. His t- team all played on Saturday pretty much. <coughs> They all and played on Saturday. They all played on Saturday. Everyone. So this nutsack texts me saying, Ooh, you got to be careful because this team, you know, you can put up a lot of points. And I was like, you said that, Kyle, and that's not going to happen. And guess what? <laughs> it didn't. Rest in peace to my season. 
Good luck, I, Kyle. Okay, I, w- I was genuinely... Every week, I'm expecting to lose. Like, I know I have a great team. I'm 13-1 and one now, 15-1 and one if you count the playoffs. And every single week, I'm like, I'm going to lose this week. This is it. This is where I lose. And, you know, it all comes down to this week. And I'm playing the second-best team in our league, so... I blame it to uh, my bench, a couple of switch bench players, and I could have won. And I got to give it to Joe Burrow. 61 points is hard to get over. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Burrow went off, and I loved it. It was amazing. It sucked because I also got to see it live. I literally saw my fantasy season die in front of me while I was freezing my butt off. I waited 30 minutes to get a hot chocolate. The guy in front of me got five and only had enough for one left. So, of course, I gave it to Maria, and it was – and I just suffered more. But <laughs> those are my tiers. I hope you guys enjoyed them. I am going to be doing – I am going to be making tiers for the playoff teams when the playoffs eventually come. Woo. Uh, I'm looking forward to not putting the, the Dolphins and most likely the Giants on that list. So, oh, that's going to be a lot of fun. It's okay. Hopefully not the Patriots as well. I really don't want to put them on there. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. It's been a pleasure. Well, uh, thank you, Steve, for that lovely uh, NFL tears. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a little disappointed the Giants were that low, but you know what? They are choking away their season, so I can't really argue. I, I know you're used to that disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got put a Matt Ryan meme in there. I really did think you were going to put the choking Squidward meme as Matt Ryan. I know. Um, I, w- I was thinking about it, too. I just because he it. is the master of choke, um, you know. Matt Ryan being involved in the biggest comeback in Super Bowl history and the biggest comeback in NFL regular season history is absolutely The biggest incredible. comeback in general, though. I like, love it. That was just terrible for him. He's, he's got to be crying his ass off right now. Matt Ryan but anyway, (laughs) moving along to our final topic of the night. I hope you boys uh, started uh, started looking at your uh, NBA City jerseys because we're going to do an NBA City tier ranking. So, uh, Steve, if you would be so kind as to uh, share that for me. Those jerseys uh, are. Let me just get this open real quick. Uh, thank you to a big NFL fan for uh, the for the praise in the chat. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you for checking us out. I'm just slowly opening up this link. There are 30 NBA teams, but the Utah Jazz decided to not participate this year because they suck down in Salt Lake City, apparently. Uh, You're just salty. Ah, yeah, you go, Justin. I love it. So the Jazz decided to just not participate. So we have 29 jerseys to rank for the NBA City Edition. And some of them are fire, some of them are garbage, and some of them are in between. So we will see uh, when Steve gets it pulled up. We'll see how our opinions are, and it will be uh, a lot of fun to uh, discuss. So fun fact, it is not loading currently. Oh, bummer, man. Uh, look up look up Tier Maker in the meantime. And uh, when you get up to Tier Maker, type in NBA City Edition jerseys. In the oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, I got it. I, came, I got it. There we go. All right. Let me just share my screen real quick. Boop. Wow, this is the most I've done for this podcast ever. This is crazy. 
playing when our big role players aren't here and they uh we all have to take over and do something for them yeah it's a good time all righty all right so we are here for our city edition ranking first up uh oh steve can you see it oh no it says steve has minimized their application what did you do I have no idea what's happening. My oh, computer... it's because you made it do it to its only that window instead of the desktop itself. Hey guys, uh, technology is hard. You know, it's going great. <laughs> uh, do I need to get this up or what? Screen. We there we go. Wait. We there. Boom. Is it good? Boom. Uh, is that better? Uh, maybe. Oh, it's still maybe. loading in. <laughs> And did he just like die again? Uh, Austin, why don't you? Uh, uh, let me. Start let me. Can you guys hold on. Now, why isn't this work? I don't know, Steve. I, I'm <laughs> <working> you. <laughs> oh, bye. Oh, bye, Steve. <laughs> oh, we'll miss you, Steve. Well, in the meantime. Uh, in the meantime, Austin, is your microphone working on stream I, now? I think it is, isn't it? Let me. <laughs> It is. Oh my god, my my computer is just freaked out right now. Welcome. Let's back try this one more time. Let's try this again. Austin, are you uh, preparing just in case? I am trying to. Yes. Hey, you guys, see the screen. Waiting. It. I have the blue dots of hell at the moment. Uh, Your microphone's working. I just heard it. You see it? Yeah, we see you. Uh, I see us. Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, okay. Good. Just want to be sure. <laughs> Uh, Delayed feedback. Ah, there we go. Ah, oh, all right. right, we got it. Oh, we got it. There we go. Okay. Oh, oh, going in now. First oh. up are the Hawks. Now I don't know about you guys, but I hate it. A. It, it looks kind of gross. It's an A. It's oh, at least an uh, A. No way. I can. I'm picking a C. I I can compromise for a B, but all right, I, I'll I mean, compromise. I'll compromise. Or a B. Oh, I, right. I just don't think it's... I can't go anywhere. To Atlanta. I can't go anywhere. But I'll, I'll accept a B. Celtics, this is an S tier. No, this is A. This is A. They could have gone a little bit better. I love that jersey. So I'm in, I'm voting with Steve as well for S. But, uh, Austin, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. We got two other are people. We, are we, I know, wait, just are are we, are we on Celtics now, right? We're on Celtics? Yeah, yeah this is Celtics. Celtics. Uh, yeah. I don't think it's S. I think it's good. I just think it could have been better. I think A. I think it's good. I just don't think it's A. Alright, we're outvoted, Steve, so it's going to A. I can do a high tier A. Brooklyn Nets, this looks like a kid drew it up. This looks terrible. I'm middle of the pack with that. I don't think Brooklyn's that bad. I think it's B. I think it's a B. This is... This is a C tier. Yeah. Look, this thing Steve, is so it's all, ugly. Steve, it's always three of us. It's a vote. It's a vote. Charlotte, Charlotte's is an S. Charlotte's is an S. Mm. Come on. They didn't go with their teal. They didn't go teal. They went with a straight, different color. I love it. It's doesn't. It's not the same. Whereas the Celtics, their green jersey as B? an A could have been used B? as their home jersey. Maybe B. I don't love it. C. I don't know if I can go. No, this what is very. Did you say S? I did say yes. Then again, I don't who, know. I can't do that. Who has who has the most jerseys amongst all of us here? Uh, that just means I, you spend I your money on stuff that you shouldn't. 
<laughs> I, ha- I mean, I, I, this is, I don't have a lot of enemies. At the most, this is like a lower tier. I, I mean, I, B, I can I, give it to like, like a it. B. It's C for me. I can, I can I put it here. I'll put it above Brooklyn. I'll put it above Brooklyn because at least it looks better than this crap. Oh, no. Oh, this is good. Come on. No, it's not better Justin, than Brooklyn. Justin, what are you? Where are you? Just- um, I like that one better than Brooklyn. I feel like Brooklyn is more of just like a low quality kind of thing, which is made yeah. for Brooklyn. All right. <laughs> okay. So we have it. So we have it above Brooklyn. Do we have it above Atlanta? No, I like Atlanta no. more than these two. I like Atlanta more. All right. Now we have Chicago right here. This looks like the normal jersey. No. You guys don't see the full... Have you guys looked at the yeah, full jersey, snow? Like, you also have to look at the sides yeah. and everything else on it. Like, the siding going down on the side of the jersey is completely different. What are you guys saying for a tier? Oh my god, Every, everybody's cutting out right now. Yeah, is it just me or is it we're good? I'm good. No, it's just Kyle. Okay, good. Our host is, uh, oh, yeah, he, he turned off all his Ethernet, <laughs> like he said earlier, or I should say his router. Um, anyways, yeah. uh, Chicago, I mm, I don't think it's better than B. I'll put it B. I like it as a. T- Maybe put, right below I'll Atlanta. I'll give it a. Right below Atlanta. Yeah, I do like it more than these two. Atlanta. No. Cleveland. Cleveland is a superior. You guys cannot lie. Cleveland's that is pretty good. Cleveland's pretty that good. That is a superior. Really good. That is a superior oh. branded one. I'll put that up like, there. It is completely different from what they usually have. For yeah. All right. We got Dallas, Dallas here. Is a, this is a... It's, it's a lighter blue, but they made it a little bit of a throwback, too. So yeah. I have to go. Okay. I have to go. Dallas a. is. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, shit. I just I'm, like Dallas's colors. Dal- I don't know. I don't. The retro look. I'm. I'm not a fan of. And it's a very. I. I think of it as like a C tier at this point. It's just basically just blue. The re- the throwback. I don't know. I like throwback fonts. If you're to go with a more eighty style kind of pattern but not just on top of straight color. It's really you just gave it a solid color and changed the font. That's kind of it for it. Though it is a nice color, I can compromise for like a C at this point. Austin, I am back for a moment. It's definitely above a C. Definitely above a C. I would say it's above a C, I do like Dallas's a lot. Also, are are we going high, high B, low A, though? I'd say it's an A. I think it's an A. I thought it was an A. I think it's an A. All right. I think it's A. Also, can I just say that I like mm-hmm. if you haven't seen the full um, Brooklyn Nets jersey. jersey. Yeah. It's actually fire. Like I'm just saying that. Like it's really we, good. Like you have to see the full thing. This doesn't show it. it only shows the front and only shows the white as well. The black one is like even better. Um, yeah. I think it's gonna go for a lot of these. Like. But yeah, Brooklyn's way way better than it actually looks here. Um, anyways, we don't have to change. I just think it should be higher. Yeah. Um, right. Now we got Denver here. I Denver's, very much like to look at this uh, 
It's too generic. I would go C on this one. I mean, as much as I like the siding on the other going down with the different colors, it just seems too much like their home jerseys. It just really does. It just does not have that, like, wow, let me stand out and be completely different. Like, comparing it back to, like, Miami's jerseys that they had leading up to, like, the past two years, this year's and last year's jerseys, where it was that pink or that vice blue, that vice city-like color. This is, like, it, it should have been something completely, like, standout-ish for them. And this just did I mean, not this, stand out for them. And I can kind of see why, but I don't know. This does give me, it does remind me a lot of, uh, I've, I've, I've been to the slopes a few times, uh, cross-country skiing, and I do like the look of, it's a very kind of ski theme to it, which I'm kind of a fan of. But you guys want to see, I can throw it in C. Next, we got Detroit. No, Actually, that's, that. I, I don't it. like it. I don't like Detroit. I like it. No. I, am I, I really like it. Um, Justin, it- I think Andrew's at a no. I think Austin's at a no. Steve and I are at a yes. Justin, I think eight. it's okay. It looks like the Celtics, except instead of yellow, it looks either white or blue. I'm looking off a very small image and trying to pull up the list for myself. It's mm-hmm. blue, I believe. They're gotcha. using a, I believe that's based off of their city flag. Yes. Um, yeah, I think really, it looks I, very I, similar to the Celtics, so it looks good. I think it's, mm-hmm. I, I think it's a high B, low A. I can, I can put it like here. I can kind of put it B. Okay, or it cannot. It cannot go above the Brooklyn Nets. No way it can go above Brooklyn. It is better. I, okay. Have you seen I'm the ranked, whole thing of Brooklyn? I'm ranking this solely on the jersey, not their whole uniform. No, no, yeah, I'm not I'm talking. I'm talking just the jersey. I'm talking like, have you seen the whole yes, entirety? I've seen the whole jersey. The whole just what? The jersey. Have you seen the side? The yes, I've seen the side. And you've seen the, the black one. The black one doesn't count. I'm looking at the white one. I don't give I a d- shit about the black one. It's still the, the city. You have to remember, it's Austin, both. this is still just going off of face value for a lot of us. I'm just oh. what we're seeing here. Yes. <laughs> Even still, Detroit's just like that, it's better. better. No, Detroit's, Detroit's is, better. is disgusting. I, I That's what I'm saying. I think, saying. So. I think yeah. what do you mean disgusting? No it's way. disgusting. I think, I, think Brooklyn, I think Brooklyn's is higher than Charlotte. No, Brooklyn's is so much better. Whoa. What? Wait, here. I can let me let me no. make a little adjustment here. Yes. How about this? No. How about this? Yes. I'm okay with that. I'll compromise. I'm not okay with the Charlotte being below Detroit. I'm sorry. I don't like Charlotte's though. I'm sorry. Well, you got Brooklyn over Detroit, so I think we can compromise for this for now. We'll keep Brooklyn above Detroit, but I definitely like Detroit's. Oh, yeah. All right. We got this one right here. We got the Warriors. I'm a, sorry. This S, looks like a S or A. That's an S. That's an S. That's, that that's is, an S. S. That is completely different. That is a it. rose on there. That's yeah. that's dope. Rose design. It, oh, I but think, I gotta I say, it almost looks like a like a higher brand like uh, craft well, beer logo. Well, in my is that they're owned. They're too much hate. They're mm. owned by like some sort of uh, company in Asia though too. So it's like, and Rakuten is also a huge mm. sponsor for them. So, like, I believe it has to do with a specific flower um, in in their Asian city that uh, owns this uh, this team. And I will say there is definitely intimidation to the Warriors having with a darker color, dark and gold uh, jersey. So I can definitely put up an S tier. I actually would even put it above 
I would too. I, I, I would. I, yeah. I agree. All right. Next, we got Houston. So, it's okay. It's, it's okay. I, think it's I like it. It's a I retro. Like, it's I like, retro. Yeah, yeah. I like that they threw it back to retro. I think it's better than yeah. Dallas's. In okay. My, I can, I can put it above Dallas's. I think this is a better retro job than what Dallas is going for, I'd say. I agree. I totally now we have the Pacers. This, I, I think it looks D. so ugly. This uh, is such a D. That's just, uh, do they even I try? Know it's I know it's different than what they do, but I, I'm not a fan of no, it. No, no, it's you know just funny. It, I thought it looked like a Snorlax to me. Like, this is the ears, that's the face, that's the body. This, I mean, if we're going for Pokemon looking thing, I mean, that's great, but... I don't know. And I... thoughts on it? Yeah, I thought it was that. terrible. I thought it was yeah. terrible. Justin, um, do you agree? Do you th- are we unanimous in this pace? Yeah, I think so. Go for it. All, all I can say, all I can say is that the Lakers and the Clippers um, jerseys. If you say one is better than the other, it's just the reverse colors with just a different like. Uh, I think they're both. Literal, it's literally lost Clippers, and then it's lost Lakers, and it's just the mm. black and blue. And then a white and purple. So it's literally vice. They're just vice versa color. So if you say I, one is bad and the other one's good, then you just then they both got to be good or they both got to be they're, bad. They're both mid, and I think they're slightly better than Denver's. I, I, really I, put put them, them, I would put. I, would, I don't know which one's the Clipper. I think is this the Clippers right here? Yeah, I don't yeah. Like because it looks. I like the floralness of it. I like that. They, they it has a, for a reason. I, I'm not sure which reason it was, but they that it for on a reason. I mean, there's kind of two sides to Los Angeles. You have the artsy, expressive side that Los Angeles has, and then there's definitely a lot of elitism and formalness to parts of Los Angeles, which they kind of contrast each other. Yeah. Granted, this Los Angeles is good. This Los Angeles sucks, but we don't need to worry about that. <laughs> Memphis. Yeah. Huh. That is an S. Wow, hold, am I missing something? Hold on, let, let me look at it. Let me zoom and in. Memphis is pretty decent. I give uh, it. It's, if, there, uh, if anything, I'd go lower than an A, but that's about it. A low A, yes. I mean, I'd say about it. Think about it. Watching John Morant take off in that jersey and seeing the court the way it is in the city, like colors, you have to picture that. Like that's what I mean, you have. No, I'm with Memphis above Celtics. Yeah. No. Yes. I can't. No, because I can't put it above Houston's. I love. I think this is better. No, than it's Houston. definitely no. better than. I I would better. I put it above Dallas. Maybe switch with Houston, but above Celtics. Uh, above no. Celtics. No, All right, it's two to two. Justin, what do you it's think? Like, Justin, oh. you're the decider. Is it above? Is it better than the Celtics? Uh, is the Memphis one up. better than the, the one next to Houston? Is it better than the first? Oh, two? Memphis, this one. It's hard. You have to see. Don't see it from here, Justin. You got to look it up. Yeah, let me look at Memphis's real quick. The pointed. Oh, those two. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, Celtics versus Memphis. You got to look it up. Like I said, if you're gonna put it above the Celtics, I I would love for the Celtics to go lower. I'm sorry, but those jerseys look Memphis like they could be the Celtics. Celtics. I think the Celtics is so clean. It's a different it's, font. It's a different color green. It's a different. I think it's so clean. It's mostly it's, on the it's font clean, that I'd be going with like, that then. Which one are you going with? I'd rather go with Celtics just based on the font. 
Yeah, I can put Memphis. I think yeah. I actually right. like. One I do like Houston. this over yeah. Houston. I think no. I think Houston's is better. My opinion. No, I can no. I can compromise for Memphis. I can compromise for Memphis at second place, but I mean these are kind of flip flop for me. But all right, let's let's keep moving on. We got Miami next. Miami's gotta go a, above a either the highest A or at the in the S tier. I kind of like it in S tier. It's gotta go. I, want I think it low it's S. low S. Low S. Because I, you have to picture it with that is literally all their uh, vice jerseys thrown together into one. I and they did the this last year. Better. The black year, last year's version was so much better, but this year's I like a little bit more because they wanted to change it up a bit. And I think next year, from what I heard, is that they want to do it in pink, so it brings back the voice color. I like that. Pink would be amazing. I mm-hmm. don't think that's better than Celtics or Memphis jerseys, in my opinion. But I think I'm outvoted, so it's fine. I I like this one here. I don't know. This just speaks Miami to me. Just the the all over craziness of it. That's definitely a Miami vibe. Which it's like versatile. I'm just thinking of last year's, and I think last year's was so much better. So that's they put all they put all their vice jerseys together. That's what all I know. But they did that last year in black, and it looked better. So that's why I'm just that. That's why I'm not saying. That's just why I'm saying it's not an S to me. Like I understand why it's good. Like I know I know the whole format of where they where it came from. I just thought last year's was better. But anyway, I'm outvoted. It's fine. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. cause a big scene over it. It's all good. Alright, next we got Milwaukee. I B. It's alright. B. It's mid. Uh, I would I, put a high B. High B. High B. High B. I put high B. I put it over I put it over Atlanta. <coughs> no offense. I don't know if it's better than Brooklyn's though. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's 100% better than Chicago's. I agree, but I think Brooklyn's is better than Chicago's. I might even have to do some switcheroos here. I think I think that's better. This is this is looking a little bit better but to I me. Think Brooklyn's I, is better than Atlanta's at this point. I agree. Brooklyn's, I think Brooklyn's is better than Atlanta. Uh, do we Atlanta's, have a Justin? Justin? Okay. Uh, here, skip me. I can barely see these. Here, here's how I see the beats here right now. Brooklyn is at the highest spot. Then it goes Milwaukee. Then it goes Chicago. Actually, no. Then it goes Atlanta. Then so it goes Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Atlanta, Chicago, Detroit, and then Charlotte. I'll give Milwaukee... I'll give Milwaukee a nod, only because I like the size right here. If it was just like you blue... Also, you also have yeah. to think about it. They went with that. They have that nasty green-looking color yeah. for Milwaukee's home jerseys. This is a brighter blue, and I feel like it makes like a very big standout-ish point, and it makes mm-hmm. them like noticeable, and it makes them seen. And that's something you want to see on a home court. You don't want to be like blending into the crowd. You know, also what I not want them to see. I-, I want them to do a cream jersey. They did do that last year. Oh, they yeah. did it. How did I miss yeah. that? I also think from like a brand standpoint, Milwaukee having a different color scheme, especially because they just got, I mean, you look at right now, you're a team that's, that lost to the Celtics last year and then in the playoffs and you just got dominated again. I mean, Milwaukee, if you want to stand out. They got dominated in those jerseys. They got yeah. dominated in those jerseys too by the Celtics. True, but I like Milwaukee kind of standing out a little bit more. I am a fan oh, 100%, of that. 100%. 
Yeah. All right. Next, we got Minnesota. This looks so ugly. Oh, like Minnesota. Uh, it's yeah. I put it as a I think low it's C. Sl- slightly. Low I was C. gonna say high C, but I- I'm okay. I'm okay with it. Low C. I was gonna I'm say. giving it a I like low C. C as a rainbow on there. Yeah, I. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of whatever this design is supposed to be, and it doesn't really speak Minnesota. I I'm not a fan of it myself. I could put it as a low C. I don't think it's complete dog wash, but. I, I think it's like a, I think it's a good jersey, but I don't like it with their team, so it doesn't work for me. Yeah, it doesn't no. work with their team. See, see, that Minnesota works for Denver's jersey. Like I don't know why, but it works for Denver more than it does for Minnesota. Well, Denver because Denver also, has always gone with a rainbow type look on their jerseys. Yep. That was yep. their original logo. They did have a rainbow as part of their original logo scheme, so I think it would have worked better for Denver as well. Yeah, but Nola, New Orleans. If that's not an S tier, I riot. I, I I have to say either it's it's a high A. I, high, a. high A. I don't think it's well, S. Well, I really don't. No way. If it is, no. if it is, if we come down to it being like last second decision where we want to change things up, then I'd say it's a low S, depending on where we're putting the rest of the jerseys. I think, I can, I think that jersey is better than all of the A's. So if it, it mm. I'm okay with it being high A if it's the highest A. I I'll put it as a highest A. I could see it going in the S tier because I am a sucker for royal purple. I think that is a gorgeous color. It also and fits uh, New Orleans like schemes for yes. coloring down there. So and it works so well for them, and I think it, it fits. This is definitely a nice kind of Mardi Gras look to it, which I do, which I am a fan of. Yeah, 